0: What's going on, everybody? This is Jerome Moore, host and creator of Deep Disc Conversations. And firstly, I want to say thank you for all of this support and thank you for exploring the perspectives of social change with me on this platform. I want to encourage you all to like, subscribe, and follow us on YouTube and on your favorite podcast listening platform. And make sure you give us a five star rating if you're loving the Deep Disc Conversations. I appreciate all of the support again. I hope you all enjoy this episode. John, welcome to the platform.
1: Thank How you, you doing? Good, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate hey, nah, you, man.
0: I'm re- I'm really excited to get into this. Yeah. Um For everybody that's listening, um John is a judicial candidate for the 7th Circuit Court uh Probate Judge.
1: That's right.
0: But of course, he has a immaculate um <laughs> uh, history <laughs> just to, with the, you know, criminal legal system and yeah. so we're going to get into some of that and uh Yeah. Uh, just your background, and sure. then also just the importance of uh, the court, the you know judge um, position that you're running for, Absolutely. and how that affects the community and things. Some of the things that you've seen. Definitely. But uh, definitely, let's get straight into it. Let's go. So how how how
1: how you been? How's life? Man, I'm good, man. Just trying to get through these COVID times. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got I got two little girls and a wife, and we just you know, we're trying to trying to make it. Yeah. School and uh, you know all the stuff you all the hurdles. There's so right. many hurdles right uh, right now and 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 uh, you know I'm, I'm I've left the court so I can run and so that was a whole different set of hurdles. You know just <laughs> right. trying to get court going right. and keep things moving uh, for the city. So right. yeah, I'm good though, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm you know I'm I'm encouraged. We in the, we on this grind right, right now trying to win this election.
0: Yeah, you are a natural native. Yeah. And we grew up in the same area. That's right, that's right. Bordo. Uh, And Bordo. so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bodo, Bordo, Bordo, right. you say, you say it. 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 Yeah. You it. <laughs> how you want to say it? Yeah, how you want to spell it? How you want to spell it? And so, uh, I think you know because we're unicorns now, yeah. man. and I yep. think is, I think it's something to be said about when we have people that's from here yep. uh, running these positions yep. because um, you have a different lens, a different uh, absolutely. passion, absolutely, uh, and different perspective, right, on on Nashville because you've been here all your life, right, right. right. Um, your parents, yep, um, yep. And when I was doing the research on you, man, I didn't know that your father had established the... um the uh, the it's the, it's the oldest African American yeah. law firm that's right, that's right, that's right.
1: And it, you know, it didn't used to be, of course, there were others, yeah, but was others. as time goes, you know, right, you know, he's been around since 1976, right, and we still going, yeah, still no, going. that's, that's so, amazing, yeah, man. It's, no, that's, it's, that's, it's great that's, to see him yeah. do his thing, you know.
0: And so, man, let's let's talk about that, man. Yeah. Just growing up here in uh, Nashville, North Nashville, and yeah, yeah. Uh, what that looked like for you,
1: yeah. So, you know, it was interesting. Um, I'm you know, I can. Luckily, uh, my mother's side of family, we can go all the way back to Shelbyville, uh, several generations. So it's kind of wow. cool to be able to track my my history through Nashville. Right. Uh, my great grandfather was the principal of Pearl High. Really, John Alfred Galloway. I'm named after him, John Alfred Galloway, back in the thirties, forties. Wow. You know, he was the principal of Pearl High School. Which is Uh, now MLK. Which is now MLK. That's right, which is now MLK, that building. And, of course, you got Pearl Cone, and they merged. Right. But uh, so, you know, way back when, my grandmother and all my aunts, uh, great aunts, rather, taught at Pearl and taught at Cameron and, you know, a bunch of educators, right? And so then uh, my mom's born and raised here. My grandma's born and raised here. And, uh, you know, we just go way back through Nashville. And my dad came uh, from Ohio. He's from Dayton and uh, went to Fisk. Okay. And I never left with <laughs> Fisk, and then he ended up at Vanderbilt Law School, and that's when my parents met at Vandy Law, and, right. and, and here we are. Here Man. we are in Nashville. How was it what, – what,
0: like, what are some of the – well, they – well – it ain't hit Bore, though, yet. Right. It's some of the, you know, they expand the clocks with highways. highway. Yeah, so you, we'll see. We're going to see. The, see. the yeah. writing is yeah. kind of on the wall right, a little bit. Right, But uh growing up here, man, what what are you seeing as some of the things that, uh, with the growth of Nashville for, like, 100 people coming here a day? Yeah. What what have you, what, what can you call out like, some of the, I guess, the benefits of that? Sure. But also, what are, some of the, what are some of the things maybe you feel like, we may be losing Absolutely. some of the things you may, you know, we enjoy growing up right. here, right? Yeah,
1: yes. Well, um, you know, I, I think it's great. Growth is always great. You know, I, I had the chance to live in Atlanta. I went to Morehouse for, for college, and then I lived in D.C. and went to Howard for law school, and so, you know, I had a good HBCU experience in both cities, and you just get to see bigger cities, right? Atlanta right. maybe not so much anymore, based on what Nashville's like now, right. but D.C., and then you can go to New York and Philly, and all those places are right there, and so it's cool to, to see what a city looks like. You know, when I left Nashville, uh, it was 1996, and uh, this was not the same Nashville, right? right I mean, right. It, was, it was still kind of a small town. Right. Um, still trying to figure itself out. Uh, I really like, there's a, there's a different vibe. Uh, you go downtown, it's a different vibe, and I don't right. think it's necessarily bad, right? Right. Uh, 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 you know, back in the day, you wouldn't necessarily want to be on Second Avenue, right? It's a little right. seedy. It's kind of it's kind of dangerous over there. You're now you you know it might be this place to go or Broadway. Right? It's it's popping. You got the NFL coming here and right. doing stuff, and so all of that is positive. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's good to have Nashville be out here. Right. Um, you lose you lose those, some of its authenticity, mm-hmm. and and it's difficult sometimes to see some places close that you you know love. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Princess High Chicken Burn down. Up on Dickerson. Now, yes, they have other locations, and so you didn't lose it. But still, that's, you know. Right, it's a pillar. That's yeah. a pillar. That's a place yeah. you go, you get chicken. And it was, a, it was a, an experience Right. as a Nashvilleian, Or, you know, even when you bring Primpam out of town, they get to experience that. So, right. you know, you lose some things like that, and you, you, you lose some of the, I worry sometimes about everything kind of starting to look alike. They're building so many new buildings, which is wonderful, but everybody just picked this sort of glass mirror thing, right? Right. And there's so many buildings that are exactly the same. And so so I'm I'm hoping somebody gets in here and says, oh, let me do something different. You know, we keep having new companies move and new companies come in, and I'm hoping some of them uh, in the future decide to change it up just a little bit. Right. But so, you know, it's good and it's bad. It's good and it's bad. But you know, as long as we can can uh, get these tourists in here and spending this tourism dollars, right? You know, if we can there's use opportunities, that, There's opportunities. We use right. that money correctly, and there's opportunities for new businesses. Right. You know, uh, uh, all kinds of things that I think Nashville can can accomplish.
0: Now you talked about um, we talked about a little bit off camera wow. how we both kind of uh, treasonous about not going to white school, <laughs> right, right? Right. But you went to private school, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. University. University school. University school. University school. Right. Um, that's a different that's a that's a different demographic, very and different, different environment, and space right. than in Bordeaux, North right. Nashville, right.
1: right, right, right.
0: Um, how was it navigating essentially kind of two worlds?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I will tell you, my father, my both my parents really were very intentional about me learning how to do that. Mm-hmm. Right, they didn't just let me go to USN and be only there. Right, you know, they made sure I did Jack and Jill. Dad would take me over on Jefferson Street get my hair cut. Dad would you know make sure I met the community. He didn't right. want me to be thinking I was separate from that, you right. know or, or somehow better or somehow different. like you know this is your this is your community right. just because you go to that school and right. you have friends at that school doesn't mean you're not a part of this as well right. and so so uh I, I got a lot. Now I will say you know, I ended up at two HBCUs after that, and so you know there was something even with even with everything they did. I still needed that right. right I still needed that and I love USN my kids go to USN now. I think it's a wonderful school, very liberal and, 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 and a lot of values that I really appreciate right. even now that I got from there and I hope my right. kids get too but uh, Morehouse was a was a you know right a great, wonderful thing that I needed. Well That's look I mean.
0: look John, Lennon, I ain't gonna waste yeah. no time let's yeah. get into it yeah let's do it. How is being a black man navigating? And I, and I have to say it this way. It's all right. The criminal justice system, yeah. criminal legal system. Yeah. Some people call it criminal punishment system.
1: Right. And it's real. so,
0: yeah, it's, three, it's,
1: it's real. It's real, yeah.
0: right? Yeah. So being a black man, how have you been able to to navigate that sure. and that double consciousness thing um, that we're you know going to have as black folks in general? Right, right. Um, but it's especially in the criminal legal system.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I always think about um, the last several years have been really difficult for black men in america you see murder after murder after murder you know uh and i don't mean that uh, anecdotally right these people have been found guilty of murder so we're talking about murders that have occurred uh across the country uh and sometimes across the world and so you you are fully cognizant of that right okay then i've got to also be the night court judge right and 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 deal literally every minute i'm talking to the police Mm -hmm. they come to me they're asking me to to grant warrants and 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 deal with things uh uh, i am fortunate and i can say this i am fortunate to have not had ever any issues with metro national police department as a black man okay i've been pulled over every y'all get pulled over for this or that or never had any issues never had any incidents never felt like uh, uh anything was was going to be wrong um everything has been really fine with me now in the last few years, have I been afraid? Absolutely. Right. Uh. Uh. uh you know, I I was who I was. I'm not in that courting anymore. I had to resign to run for this position that I'm running for. Uh. But even even as a, a a judge in the system. Right. If they don't know who I am and things are going left, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And again, I say that just that's just a fear. Right. Because nothing's ever happened. Right. At least in Nashville. We can talk about other states. Another right. time. But nothing's ever happened. So so I'm faced with the dichotomy of I know the police. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with them. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of them by my name. Mm-hmm. They call me Bowtie. I wear my bow ties all the time. They call me Bowtie. <laughs> they know who I am. Right. We're cool. We hang out. They present warrants. I grant some of them. I don't grant some of them because that's right. the job. Everybody's okay with that. We all understand our roles. You know, uh, uh, I remember one conversation I had um, about 37208 with an officer, um, and it was really it really sort of opened my eyes a little bit to what they're dealing with. Uh, he said, "It's a white officer." He said, "You know, I'm not out here trying to harass people. I was stationed mm-hmm. in 37208, so I do my job. I'm patrolling. I see something that's happening. I intervene and arrest and the crime is occurring. He's like, it's not it's not my goal to try and." bother these people only, right? Right, right? But that's where they sent me. Right. That's where the powers that be said, we need to patrol over here. So you go over there, which is such an interesting, you know, you don't really think about it, right? Right. And I think, I think movies and stuff sort of portray it as police just kind of do whatever they want. Right. And the police are going, oh, I'm going to go bother that guy just because I feel like it. Not all the time. I don't, you know, there's always bad apples. But, but for the most part, I really do think that a, a large number of the police just want to do their job. Right. And then you want
0: to go home. Well, with your job, yeah, your magistrate,
1: yeah,
0: it's been a big thing, and I'm I'm interested to get your take on this around money bail, cash yeah. bail, yeah, yeah, because a lot of times I would say probably more times than none, you all magistrates are the ones setting that we bail are. amount, right? We are. That's us. And there's a lot of a lot of talk statewide, I would say, mm-hmm. about money money bail, cash bail, and I know maybe. You Maybe less than a year ago, Chattanooga had a bigger board come yep. out. Basically, how they was doing this bill was unconstitutional, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, yeah. of course, they put the light on. Well, what is, what is going on here in Nashville, right, right? right. with the capital? Right. Right. Um, many people believe it shouldn't be a, a dollar amount associated with a yep. body. Yep, yep. As a person that, you know, has to sit bill or has set bill, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on money bill, cash bill, reform, what are we doing? Because a lot of people don't understand it. Yeah, uh, yeah. you don't have to elaborate on all it because I know it's, it's it's complex.
1: It's very, it's very. But, gonna, uh, I'll, I'll do. I'll try yeah, to be
0: brief. But, though, but yeah. so, um, so you elaborate on that in far as associating, you know, just a human body with money, but also how are you walk people through? How are you setting that bail amount? Yeah. Because yeah, people are saying, well, if we have similar criminal records and we uh, like first time offenses. Yep. Yeah. Like how's my bail so different? So different. What what is the yep. what, what what matrix? What yep. is going on? Yep. People don't know. Yep. So yeah. I want to take this opportunity for somebody that actually has done
1: it yep. to kind of break yep. that down for you. Yep. And and, and it, it's interesting. I'm gonna add another wrinkle to it. Go ahead. Uh it's not even so much that I set bails differently for similarly situated people, it's that I may set it the same. Right. But you ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. So if, if you got a simple possession, for example, I might set your bail, $1,000. I set, this, I set a, 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 a kid from Brentwood, same amount, $1,000. Mm-hmm. He going to make a phone call and get his $100 and be gone. You can't make that call. Right. So it's not even so much about uh, 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 the system not treating people equally. It's that even if we do treat people equally, it's still not equal. Right. Because, it, because I can't. I can't. People have different resources. People have different resources. And it's very hard uh, in a night court setting to address all of those things, right? right? You, you you get up, person comes in front of you, um, and there's so many factors we're looking at when we're setting bail. So, this is us talking through it. You got safety to the city, you got likelihood the crime or offense will continue. Uh, if there's a victim of any kind, you want safety of that individual from the person that allegedly did the thing. Um, um, and then you got, are they gonna to go to court? Right. So, and there's, and there's seven or eight more, but those are the primary ones that I'd like to focus on, okay? So if I'm thinking about, uh, say I got an aggravated assault, deadly weapon. Mm-hmm. Somebody pulled a gun, pistol whipped somebody, robbed them, whatever they did. So your bail's not gonna, you're not gonna like the number necessarily. Because I'm more now I'm thinking about you can' you need to stay for a little while if right. I could, you know because you're gonna go back out and rob somebody else or you're going to go right. out and do that again. If you got a domestic violence situation, you're automatically staying 12 hours. Okay. And that's just because uh, we have had situations in Nashville where people get out and go right back over and there. That's like 50 percent of the That's 50 percent of the crime, of the as, as Judge Walker told yep. y'all. That's 50 of the, percent of the cases. And so we're, we're dealing with a real problem, right? So there's so many other things to think about. Um, that it is difficult to really nail it down to well, this person looks like this, this person looks like that, and that's all we're thinking about, right? So, is it is it any way to
0: kind of get a? Is it any way to combat those disparities? Because yeah. it seems like it's affecting poor poor folks yep. and black folks yep. almost, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was a debate. Uh, um, we've had meetings, so so we're in the middle of we're in the middle of, or maybe toward the end of a, a, a bail reform in Nashville because of these cases that keep coming up and, and things that are not being done correctly. Um, there's a statewide review. Um, uh, it it, has, it is kind of we're kind of in the place where, quite honestly, Nashville is the only county. Nashville's doing it the best okay. out of every county in the state. We're doing it the best. Uh, uh, Memphis is probably pretty close, right? But we're doing some things Memphis isn't doing because I've talked to them and they're not doing several things that we're doing. So we're doing it the best. Now, is the best good enough? I don't know. Y- you got you got a couple arguments. Some people say, well, don't give bail at all. Mm-hmm. a person gets arrested, make them stay and go to court mm-hmm. um, because that allows you to have a full hearing, allows you to present whatever you need to present. Your mama can come and mortgage the house or whatever needs to happen so you can get out or you can argue that you should be released and maybe the judge can say oh yeah i agree with you you can be released and the da will have a chance to argue that you shouldn't and you know like you see on on tv like you see on law and order they're arguing about bail um what night court tries to do is is the least restrictive thing right uh with the intent that if you do get held you're going to have a hearing in 48 hours okay uh, uh, it, it is very the, D, the district attorney's office has done a really good job Of making sure that people have that hearing um, That was one of the, another thing That they weren't doing uh, Down in, near Chattanooga um, Having those hearings Making sure people get a, a voice As to well I can't pay that This is why da, 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 da. And then there can be a discussion About what you're accused of And, and, and all of those things right. um, so, so we make decisions in night court Without a lot of that information and so it becomes a situation where you're just sort of like, well, this is your crime. I'm looking at your record. Um, you don't really have anything here. For example, if you had a violent crime, but you now have no violent history. Right. The first thing I'm thinking about: well, did this really, you know, did it really happen? Like, right. this doesn't seem like the type of person. He's 35 years old. Never had any, you know, like right. what happened. So and then I'm listening to the officer tell me about why yeah, this probably did happen, and here's what happened, here's what they were fighting about, and then, okay, yeah, okay, you got that. That probably did happen. So then I shift over to, okay, well, uh, what does this person do? What is this person's connections to the community? What is this person uh, uh, going to do if I let him go early? Right. Because, again, my goal is just to make sure you go to court. Right. Um, so, so I pull them up on the video screen. We're going to have a conversation. You know, you've been accused of this. Uh, uh, you know, my initial thoughts on your bail is this number. Right. Uh, can you afford that uh, yes or no they you know some people say oh yeah that's good You know, I I have, I have hilariously set bails that I thought were high and the people are like oh that's it I got that I was like okay cool have a good evening you know right. you're getting out like no problem it, it, it's it's such an interesting you know they say oh, I, can, I got that okay well cool and then other people man you know can you do can you do 500 can you do you know and and quite honestly Based on what you're accused of, yeah, we can work. Right. We can we can negotiate right. it. Like I'm not, uh, because again, you know, I'm not here to punish you. Right. I'm not here to punish you. Somebody else's job to punish. Right. And so, so you know, I just want to make sure you go to court. And so we we have let out for misdemeanor crimes, the statistics of, of people that we let out on pretrial meaning they don't have to pay anything have gone way up since we've done this new program. And and I encourage people to to pull those stats. There's an office, uh, the pretrial office with the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ask them right, they will give you right. years' worth of numbers, and you can really see that.
0: What do you think uh, where Nashville can improve, or what does cash bail look like for Nashville yeah. as we're trying to improve going forward?
1: Yeah, it it's difficult. It's difficult because um, there's just this dichotomy. Uh, 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 some people want no bail. Everybody right. gets out. Right. And other people want uh no bail everybody stays in right Mm -hmm. and so you try to balance those two things because neither of them are really right you know there's there's always going to be a situation where somebody gets arrested and they have absolutely no reason they need to be on the street based upon what they are accused of doing and the likelihood that it's going to continue they need to come and be in jail and there's other people that absolutely don't need to be there and why would we hold that verse
0: has the pandemic. Made yeah. you all look at that, like okay, oh yeah, so these people actually need to be in jail. Being in a pandemic yeah. and really kind of shift things around. Them absolutely,
1: absolutely. Those numbers shifted greatly once they started because you don't because the worst thing is to have COVID in the in the right. jail and 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 because then everybody's sick and and it's it's you know back when it was you know uh, really scary back right. in twenty twenty it was like nah y'all get them out of here you know right. they they were trying very hard not to arrest people right. like I would be sitting there and like oh he must have really done something because right. y'all all citing people left and right like right. you got marijuana here's a citation right you put you assault here's a citation like they're right. not don't come in here you right. know so so it changed it and i think i think that's good um because it it shows because uh, i don't think the numbers of who went to court changed mm-hmm. and so so that shows a lot right? right like we don't need to arrest all these people because right. they're still going to come to court and still Answer for whatever they're Unfortunately it took a pandemic right to show that. Right, right, right. But <laughs> but, hey. but hey, what get what you get. Right. So get what so you get. I'm you know, I'm, I'm I'm encouraged. It's a hard it's such a hard debate. You can debate it left right. and right and and for hours. We could go on hours.
0: <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you another deeper question. Yeah. Being in the criminal legal system as a black man, and you know how we are. We hard we hard on our we we hard on our brothers and we sisters are, that's we in are. law, any type of law enforcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has your blackness ever been questioned while in, in the I have. In that's
1: a great question. That's a great question. Only maybe once or twice. So, I, so I've been a judge in several different courts. So um, my, my first judging uh, was in 8th uh, Circuit Court. I was a special master. I did domestic violence cases, orders of protection, and I did child support cases. Um, then I did some probate work in probate court for several years, and I was a probate special master. Um, I did some environmental court stuff. That's just, you know, you didn't cut your grass, that sort of thing right. for a little bit. And then night court. Um, so that's that's family law, probate law, criminal law. You, and, had, a, you had been in so I've all been a, of I've it. been in a lot of different judge, judges with different robes on and doing the thing. Um, I can't think of any time where anybody – um, no is ultimately my answer. Okay. And, and and here's here's why. I really make it a point to connect with people. I don't treat anybody with disrespect. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you've been accused of right. or what you know. Even if I think you're guilty. Right. I've had situations with domestic violence cases where after some of the testimony comes in and the guy gets up. Uh, generally, it's a guy that's the offender gets up and starts explaining to himself explaining himself rather to me, um, I know he did it. I can tell just uh, his body language, uh, uh, the, the best thing I always knew, uh, a guy would get up and say, Your Honor, I just want you to know, first of all, I love my wife. <laughs> I know he did it. I have statistically shown <laughs> that the person that starts their sentence with, I love my wife. Okay, you probably did do this thing cuz right, cuz right. that's that's what you say the next word is but, right? <laughs> but she was acting out and I had to show her so. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, that's the next sentence. So, um, Oh man. But but even with those people, right. even with those people, I'm not treating you like you're lesser than right. or, or you know, people get arrested and I always pull them up I'm like, "Hey man, what's going on?" you know? Right. I'm, I'm here to just tell you what's going on. And I right. you know and 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 I I've I've put people in jail. Uh, in in support Court, and they have thanked me just because it was respectful. Right. I'm not I'm not looking down at you. I'm not yelling at you. I'm right. not calling you out of your name. I'm not doing any of that. Like yeah. I, I already you're already feeling it because right. I'm telling you what's gonna happen. But I don't have to be disrespectful. Right. Yeah. Now that now
0: that's 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 good to hear because especially um I think black folks more than yeah. other folks yeah when we get in these positions knowing the historical harm and current harm yep. Um, that our legal system has, has put on us mm-hmm. just based on our skin color um, it creates sometimes some tension when you sure. work when a peer a person of the community gets into law enforcement right um, right becomes a judge and things like that it's yeah. like yeah ah but you know um, but it's also on us too to um, to realize one, you know, you all are here to represent all community
1: members. That's right. You know, that's right. Not all just,
0: taxpayers going to that. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, that's but right. also use it as a like use it as an opportunity to better understand the roles that my community members, yep. my family member, my brother, sister, whoever it may be um, that looks like me, better understand what's going on right. and know right. that. Okay, John, John doesn't control all of the, right. the system. Like he's not the system. <laughs> right. You know. Just a piece. Uh, he's just, just a piece. Just a piece. And he's not he's not the one coming down on hard. But right. John has to be impartial. Right. John has to I have to do what you know, I have, to, have do. to do. I have um, to do what I have to
1: do. You know, yeah. and I think I think it's 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 really important uh uh to be clear, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in a position where I know what's going on, right, and you may not. Uh, Especially in probate court, probate court is one of those places where nobody seems to know what's happening. Yeah, because so we'll talk about that in a minute. But 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 even in criminal court, it was a situation where you're being arrested, and you need to have that conversation. Some people needed to have that conversation. I don't understand what's going on. Can you explain? Okay, yeah, sure. This is what you know. I'll read you the warrant. I'll make sure you know what it says. And and and, you know, this is because of all of that. I I tend to believe that probably happened because that's my burden of proof. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you, or you're gonna. This is what's gonna happen right. from there on. And, and and people, quite honestly, appreciate that. Right. Even in the midst of this horrible time, right. Being arrested or, or or losing your kid or having to pay child support and going to jail, people appreciate the explanation.
0: Let's talk about probate court. All right. Because that's the.
1: That's court, the one. That's the one that you're that that's you're running one. for. Yeah.
0: Um. Early voting is in April.
1: April thirteenth. That's right. Election May third. May third. Right. Yep. Yep.
0: So while I was looking into probate court, because again I was like, I, I don't know how, what's going on in probate court, right, right? Right. And then you started seeing, oh, this is where wills, trusts, yeah, trust, yeah. Uh, deaths, yep. and things like this. I yep. was like, oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I bet it's a lot of tension that happens in there because somebody dies. Yep. There's no paperwork on where things need to be allocated. Yep. Who gets this? You know, um, yeah. a lot of times, many families are not um, civil. Correct. <laughs> so, uh, Correct. in those type of things, <laughs> especially when Correct. there's nothing, it's clear, it's right. laid out. Right. And so, talk to us about the importance of probate court. Yeah. And the importance of having some of the things that you will have to deal with yep. worked out.
1: Um, and a lot of people don't like to talk about death. That's right. It's but, true. You know, it's true.
0: The importance of preparing for it.
1: Yeah. It's, 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 it's really important. And in my practice as a lawyer, I, did, I have prepared wills and drafted wills as well. So uh, I, I end up telling people, uh, you know what you want. Right. You're the only one that knows what you want. And, and, and one day you're not going to be here, and you're going to want what you want to happen. But if you don't write it down, no one will know. Right. And we have these laws in place that tell us what to do if you don't tell us. And we're going to do that. And if you're mad at, at, at one of your children because they never come by and they never did it and you, want, you don't want them to get anything, you need to write that down. Because otherwise, they're going to get it. Wow. It's a percentage. It's just, it's just a, you so know. So that's laws. Yeah. So that's in test state succession. Right. So, yeah, so, let me, so, yeah, so, so give us a scenario. Absolutely. Like, so if you die with no will, no instructions as to what to do with your things, say you got a million dollars in the bank, a couple cars, a nice home, and you didn't write anything down. Um, the cash is going to be divided up by your children, whatever however many you have. Is there four of them? Each of them get quarter of it. Right. Done. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars to each person. Simple. No discussion. No no concern as to whether you like that child, whether that child even saw you. You may you might have uh, kicked right. him out of the house and never seen him again for fifty years. He gonna get two hundred fifty thousand right? dollars, right? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Now, the, the, that's because that's really the only fair way to do it. We don't know your relationship with your family members. Right. We don't know how you know, There's no real way to parse it out statutorily, right? right. Um, the house. If everybody can't agree on what's gonna happen to the house, the house gets sold. Cause we're just gonna liquidate, right? right. If y'all can't agree, so and so gets the house, and we're just gonna sell it and divide it up. Cause there's just just no. Nobody has the time or energy for every imagine you did that for every person right. like it never end. it would right. never end so we're like well if y'all can't agree sell right. it right go um so you so you need to write it down right. you need to write it down even if you don't feel like you have anything my house is only worth $125,000 right. I don't really have anything in the bank you know I got a couple pieces of jewelry that I really like and da-da-da-da. okay well what do you want to happen to that stuff right well I think uh, my niece should get the diamond ring. Okay, better write that down because right. I guarantee you, if you don't write it down, she's not gonna get it. Wow, she's not gonna get it because somebody else is gonna go in there and grab it. Now,
0: <clears throat> in these situations,
1: yeah. And I just
0: started thinking about this stuff because yeah. I have a son. Right, I just had a son. So I'm, so, yeah. I'm, so I'm thinking about well, I got life insurance. Yeah. What if something happens to me or yep. his mom? Yep. Like who? Like what happens? Right so So i'm thinking about this right so important but also what i thought about like well okay like i know this is some legal stuff that has to be done yeah but how much does that cost right and i'm pretty sure that you see that resources is a big deal when it comes to or barrier when it comes to people thinking about yeah i want to get a wheel i want to plan this out but I already don't have a lot
1: economically right, right how am i going to afford this how lawyer they, yeah, to yeah so is the, are
0: there um alternative resources
1: you know um, there 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 are, are so available? many ways uh uh as someone who drafts wheels i don't always like to say this but you go <laughs> online and there are some resources that okay. are that are low low cost you know uh, uh that will get you you there for most of the way right there's right. all you know the, the lawyer can do it perfectly right the right. lawyer gets that's,
0: you that's where y'all went to school exactly and, and what you, you want to do and, yeah. and
1: right we can write it all up and mm-hmm. know what the judge is looking for when they see that will and make sure it's exactly what you want but if you just want to make sure basic things are done you really you go online you get your power of attorney right. you go online you draft your simple will uh and you, you just you know right. just you know worst comes to worst to get your pen and if it's in your own handwriting we take that, right. you know, you date it. Make sure you date it and put in your own handwriting and, and okay, we'll do it, you know, right. but, but you gotta do something. You just right. gotta do something. And, and I know, yeah, like you say, resources become an issue, right. um, but uh, I have seen too many people fighting over very small estates, relatively, you know, when I say very small, less than $100,000 estates, and they just are fighting, fighting, fighting and fighting and fighting. And at the end of that fight, uh, who gets that money? Who do you think is that money? The attorneys. Right. Because they just worked right. and worked and worked and worked, and at the end of the day, their bill is thirty, right. forty thousand dollars 40000 So if elected probate yeah. judge,
0: what are some of the ways, because you, like you said, many people don't know what happens right. in probate court right. and the importance of being prepared yep. for probate court, yep. Yep. Um, which is essential, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, and I would even say probably the less you have, the more essential it may be. Agree. Because, you know, um, when you're coming from maybe a family that don't have generational wealth and everybody's scrapping and yep. so yep. everybody's trying to get, with, oh, yep. What, yep. what can yep. I get yep. anyway, right? Sorry that mama
1: died, but right. this could be my come up. Uh, right, right you exactly. Know.
0: Yeah. Um, what are some ways that you have in, in mind yep. that you feel like you could really get out there into the community? Absolutely an informed community yep. about probate and the importance of having some of these documentations and thinking about, you know, death and, and yeah. loss, yep. um, you know, in a way that is going to, you know, help them and benefit them, you know, yep. you know, after they mourn and, you know, after they go through the suffering right. and the loss that right. they may be feeling. Right.
1: You know, uh, one of the things my dad's office has done on and off is try to go into churches and do, do, do informational sessions, right. Mm-hmm. You get out here and just talk to the people. I think I think as much as I can as judge would like to do that as well You know, there's always gonna be barriers because I'm the one that makes the decisions So I can't really get into specifics with you But it would be great if I could just come in and really just generally advise the community like look This is what I do every day. You all need to prepare uh, uh, Call somebody you know or get somebody to help you so that when you in you know One thing I say about probate court is you don't need it until you need it, right? You're gonna be in here one day, unless you have it all written down perfectly. Right. Probably gonna come to probate court, right? right? So, you know, get as much of it done as you can. The other thing that probate court does that people don't necessarily realize is conservatorships. So, that's people who are maybe mentally challenged, physically disabled, can't do for themselves. You gotta have somebody, generally a relative step into your shoes for you, pay right. your bills, make sure you get your medicine, make sure you're clothed and fed and, and housed and all those things. And and those cases last the life of the person, right. right? So if I have a child that's that's mentally challenged that needs somebody to care for them, that child lives 60, 70 years, right? I mean, that's a conservatorship that goes right. that long. And probate court is the court that handles that. We've got right. a separate, they've got a separate office, Office of conservatorship Management, that sort of tries to govern that. But, but that's paperwork. Right. That's, that's regular accounting of, of things because these are people that may be getting Social Security checks right. or getting some sort of assistance. And so making sure you didn't take that check and go buy a new car for yourself or, right. or, or take a trip or, you know, all these things that you're not supposed to do, uh, you gotta, you got to monitor that. And, right. and that falls under probate court as well. So, so many things that, that are so important. Yeah, and I and I really want to try to make this stick because yeah, a lot
0: of people, especially when it comes to when we talk about judges, yep. general sessions are criminal, right? right. That's what right. That's, that's that's what the, you that's the sexy stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 and yeah. And so I really want this to stick um, with with listeners and watchers because like we all we all gotta go, and if yep. somebody got the secret to found the youth. Not we, yet, yeah. We all we yeah. all have to go, and so I want you to to, to take us through a little bit. On really making the stick on how important mm-hmm. um, your role
1: would be to the community, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and do people have like gripes? <laughs> with,
1: oh yeah, with, oh, yeah. with, with the probate? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You you would think you would think that no one would. I mean, what is it? You know, but right. but but but, but the, that that person gets to make the decisions about if you haven't written it down. That person's going to hear different people talk and say, "No, I'm supposed to get that." No, I'm supposed to get that. And 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 if it's not something that is clear statutorily. The judge just has to decide, you know, what happens right. to the to these things. And and for example, if there is a family home, uh, we talk about generational curses and, and and generational wealth. And so maybe that's all there is is this right. house. But if the three siblings can't agree on what to do with it, it's gonna get sold. Right. So you lose this asset that is a family asset and maybe you know that was the thing you you slaved your whole life right. to get to we have a home we have property we own land right. and and then you didn't write down what happens to it i got to be the bad guy and say well if y'all can't agree it's going to get sold
0: as the bad if guy I'm the ju- if i'm the so, judge you as, know, right? as, as the bad guy yeah. sometimes yeah you know as the bad guy sometimes what type of discretion do you have Far as how the laws and sure. statutes are, are written, yeah, and uh, for a probate judge to kind of look at a situation, evaluate particular family members right. and things right. like that, right? Um, and maybe not all the time go by percentages because oh, you know, he or she
1: is, you know, yeah. how, how does that play yeah. into it, the it, it, It's so tough, it's so tough. Um, which is why it's so important to write it down, because there there are situations where, like I say, somebody hadn't been around for 20 years, but they're the heir, and, right. and the heir is the heir, and I can't change who the heirs are, and I right. can't say, well, this person's a jerk, so they don't get any money. No, I don't, right. I don't get the, to decide that, you know. Right. Now, now we can, we can, uh, uh, it becomes important, more important when you have issues. Right. For example, uh, uh, grandma gets sick. Uh, everybody lives out of town except mm-hmm. for this one one grandchild. I 'll take care of grandma, and they do a horrible job. They get her to sign a bunch of stuff and they're spending right. all her money while she 's still alive, right. and then change her will so that that person's the only person that inherits anything. And, and you get into sort of these disputes and now we're talking about you know making determinations as to how good or bad a person is and what actions they 've done. And then you, then your discretion comes into play. Okay. we're just talking strictly about inheritance. If you don't write it down, it's all up. The statute, all, the legislature has decided. Wow. Right, and I don't have any choice but to do what the legislature says wow. uh, as far wow. as your property and your right. and your assets. So write it down.
0: And so I'm, I'm gonna ask you this, and I don't I don't know where where this was going, where this is gonna go. Okay. Um, is there in in probate as a probate judge and in probate legislation is there any implicit biases that benefits one group of people more than another, sure. or is, does that? Because, because you know, does that exist?
1: Not, not, not as clearly. Okay. Right. So you're you're not you're not when you nail it down to that point. Right. Probably not. But okay. it's it's the bigger conversation of 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 of, of what we have, uh, uh, and what the haves and the has nots. Okay. Right. And I think the have nots are the ones that suffer. Generally from a uh, uh, lack of preparation and what the legislature has decided, mm-hmm. if, if I got ten million dollars, then the percentage is not really such a big deal to me, right? If everybody right. gets, well, I was gonna get five, I guess I'll get two two. I' <laughs> still two million dollars, right. right? I mean right. So, so so it affects it affects the, the lower income community differently just because right. there's less there's less to divide, there's less to put out there. And so so you, you, you end up. Not really having uh, much control over over that. Your your, your main control is on disputes right. and fights and trying to sort of keep the peace.
0: If elected probate yep. judge, yep. what are some of the ways you could you could help remedy some of those lack of preparations mm-hmm. for the community yep. that is underserved? You know, uh, low social economic yep. community. Yep. No, the ones that you, you, you kind of know, like they're not gonna be prepared mm-hmm. because they're dealing with so much other stuff, mm-hmm. along with finances, to probably even hire somebody that will allow them to be prepared.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you have to be. I think. I think the probate judge, and especially if I'm the probate judge, you have to be visible. Okay. Uh, we started this conversation with, I don't know what probate court does. Right. I don't know anything about probate court. Right. It's not even a consideration in my mind that I that I that I may end up there because why you know why right? Uh, this is a reality that is is not like criminal court where you know with criminal court as long as I don't commit a crime right. generally I should shouldn't have to fool with them right, right. as long as I'm I'm not. Uh, causing accidents, I shouldn't have to be in, in civil court dealing with some auto accident case. You know, right. you, you can kind of avoid the court system, but you can't avoid probate. Right. Because you end up not being there anymore or right. your family member ends up not being there anymore. And unless they have it all written up so well that they have it so they don't have to come to court, right. you're going to be in court. Uh, 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 that alone should tell you, you got to be prepared. Because um, it's coming, it's coming, right. and so so put me in there, and and that is something that I'm going to stress. That's not, I'm going to figure out ways. Do I know what they are yet? Probably not. But figure out ways to be visible, right? To be seen, to make sure people know I exist. Right. You gonna you need me. Right. Here's what you can do to help me help you, right. when you get to the to the point where I'm needed. You know. And and then same thing with conservatorships. Conservatorships right. are so important because people don't realize. Uh, uh, the importance of caring for those people that can't care for themselves, and right. so, so, so that those two things are so important.
0: Man, I've learned so much. Yeah, because you know, I, I done yeah. my research, yeah. but yeah. like again, as a person that has a child, right. as a person that's like trying to build a family and knowing like hey i'm not going to be here one day and i you know I, I may think i can i might be into 80 90 but right, accidents right, happen
1: right, right. things happen
0: when right. do i when do i it's scary to think about yeah, It is. when it do is. i start preparing to like well if i was to go tomorrow yep. how are things going to be no matter how how much or how, a lot or less do i have right. how can i make sure right. that it's clear for my family to understand and know they can have something to build yep. on as yeah. well
1: and it's not even it's not even so much about the money let me do this for you okay Who's taking care of your child? What if you and your wife both gone? And we just had to, you oh. got you got a two year old with no parents. What happens to that child? Is he gonna go to uh, orphanage, or foster care, or grandma? Do you have a person in mind that you'd like to care for your child? You should tell somebody. I mean, these are conversations that no one ever wants to have. We're right. gonna live forever, right? I'm not gonna die. I'm young. I'm only forty three myself. I'm young. I'm not All gonna. Right. Nothing's gonna happen to me. But we know it happened. But it's gonna happen, and, and 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 maybe your kids will be adults, and it won't matter. Or maybe it'll be tomorrow. You know,
0: and they, and and potentially those people will have to come see you. Yeah, if things are not. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, right. Right. So if your child, say you say you, you you do have some money, you have some some means, you have some assets, you got one child, uh, you pass away, that's probably still a child. That child gets that money. That right. is that child's money. Right. Even, even the statute says, yes, that is right. that child's money. So you don't have an issue there. The issue you're going to have is you got a four-year-old that can't do anything with that money until they turn 18. Right. In the meantime, somebody else is going to have to manage that money. Somebody else is going to have to make sure they get fed and clothed and right. housed with that money. Uh, uh, you don't want the wrong person doing that. Wow. You don't want somebody in there with their hands deep in your pocket spending willy-nilly when your uh, child is there's nothing left. It. And then by then, what are you supposed to do? You can sue them, but you're not going to get it back because they spent it over the last I mean, 14 years. You're not going to be And so. you won't meet. but I mean, they <laughs> could sue. Yeah. They could sue, yeah. but it's gone. That money's wow. gone. I took t- 10 trips with that. You can't get that money back. And so, so those are the real issues. The money is important. Right. The assets are important, yes, but... Who's caring for important people? Right. You got a grandchild out there, and your your child died, and you're caring for the grandchild. You you already are older. Right. That child's gonna need something written right. down, right. some instructions, somebody wow. in in charge, and that's what wills do. It's not just about assets. Right. Wills are everything. Wills are everything. We don't
0: have this conversation now.
1: No, it's scary. It's scary. It's scary to think about death. It's scary to to be in a place where you have to consider, if I am not here tomorrow, who pays my bills, who cares for my children, who makes sure things are done. It's super scary. But you got to have that conversation. You got to have it. And then you you can be done. Have it, write it down,
0: and then move on. This is a very unique uh, judge role. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah. It's Very unique. Very unique. And, and the volume, that's one more thing I'll say, and I'll stop. There, we have the most probate cases in the state because of our population. Right. It's, it's governed by population. More people are here. More people die. More people need probate court. You, more people moving here. More people moving here. You know, Conservatorships increase. Right. Uh, we also do name changes, uh, emancipations. We, so many things are in probate court. And you've got to have somebody that can handle that volume. I've been in criminal court. I've been in family court. I've been in probate court. I, I can manage the courtroom. Right. I know I know how to run a courtroom right. efficiently. Uh, uh, it's so important. It's so important. And and even if you aren't there for forty years from now, you don't wanna end up with something that's that's broken by the right. time you get there. Well, John,
0: man, I appreciate your time and Thank I appreciate you. you dropping these gems. Yeah. I appreciate you know letting us get to know you a little bit better. Absolutely. Just your background yeah. and some of the challenges and barriers and then of course just your 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 history and your tenure. With the criminal legal system here in Nashville.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Any last words? Uh, You know, the election's coming. Eight years. These are eight-year terms. These are eight-year terms. Mm. Eight years ago, twenty-five thousand people voted out of four hundred and some thousand people. Twenty-five thousand people picked every judge in Davidson County for eight years. If you, it's it's mind-boggling that you would let twenty-five thousand people that. You know, a lot of, we had a good turnout of, of people that look like us, but right. but they are not they aren't the ones coming to court necessarily. Right. Right. You want to be there. You want to be in the polls. You want to make your voice heard. These elections more important than president, more important than senator, uh, U.S. senator, people. These are the people that are day to day in okay. your lives. If you need court, you got to vote. Well, thanks, John. May I 3rd.
0: Hope, <laughs> I hope I hope y'all listen to it because I'm yeah. thinking about what I'm going to write down right now. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, thank you again. Um, good luck. Thank you. In the, on the polls. Thank and, you. Uh, I'm looking forward to having you back.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, anytime.
0: Let me know. I, I love nah, it. No, nah, we had a great time, man. We got to use this digital stuff now, too. That's right. To inform folks, especially around my age, you know, yeah. I'm thirty-one, yeah, and so like we might not be thinking about it, right? But we got to start thinking about these things. Right?
1: Absolutely. Just let me know. I'll be yeah. here. Okay, I'll be here. Sure. Great time, man. I'll have you some pizza next time. Yeah, there you go. I got it. Yeah, I'm mad. There's no. Pizza. <laughs> this is cute over here, but there's no pizza on that plate. I'm, I'm right, look, hungry. Look, we can John <laughs> up out of here now, now. All right, I right, appreciate it. All right, man, thanks.